everyone, it's me again. And today there's a topic that I've been pondering for the last couple of years, actually longer. It's been longer, but the pandemic sort of put it front of mind. And that is the topic of increasing numbers of people quitting their jobs, their careers, more and more in this apocalypse era or what we're perceiving of as an apocalyptic era. And there's been some rumblings around the internet the last half year or so about how many people are quitting their jobs. Like it's become a a narrative of all of a sudden there are millions and millions of people quitting their jobs. So I'm not really sure what many actually amounts to. I'm sure there are numbers out there, but I'm sure it's a true thing that that's happening. And... I think probably some people have reached a place within their lives during the last couple of years, especially that was like a last straw situation, the straw that broke the camel's back where they're just done. They're over it and super done. And it makes sense that they would be. But even early on in the, in the pandemic, I saw even within myself, although I got into this stuff several years ago, an increased interest in growing your own food, how to live live off the land, basically return to more of a farmer lifestyle that our grandparents and great grandparents were living, how to how to forage, lots of interest in foraging. I saw in Facebook groups when I was still on social media. A lot of interest around fermenting, how to ferment, how to grow your own herbal medicines, make your own medicines, and just be less reliant on food and medical systems. Because, of course, we were all like, is everything going to fall apart? Is this this Hollywood scenario, apocalyptic scenario? Do we have to like doomsday prep and all of it? Anyway, it makes sense. Global upheaval can really inspire people to get more serious about self-sufficiency. And I think that's a really important skill. But beyond that, (laughs) as I'm always talking about, a really important state of being, an inner state of being, where we're less dependent on industries, on political industries, health industries, anything government-oriented. And I just want to be really clear, I am not... Um, aligning with any specific political perspective with this, like libertarian, alt-right, Republican, anything like that. I think this is for all people. If you're a human being, and I've said it before, you're an animal and you're living within the land, whether it seems that way or not. So all people, I firmly believe, returning to some of these life skills as a way of being is really important. But beyond people just scrambling to learn doomsday prepping skills, and I think actually that's a really good topic to explore a little bit more in its own episode around, (coughs) excuse me, like building actual connections and collaborative relationships with other people with the land with nature, with animals, I'm essentially an animist. I'm talking animist, basically, ways of being. 
But beyond that, and getting into that more in depth, um, it it's an essential thing, I believe, we're all being encouraged to examine way more deeply than just how do I ferment? How do I forage? How do I grow turnips? How do I raise chickens for eggs? And it doesn't have to be at all complicated or abstract or woo when I'm talking about this inner state of being. So really that leads me to this point of I saw people craving it looked to me and it felt to me and I had it within myself too craving a deeper connection to life on the land and letting go of aspects of modern living because our spirits are longing for a return to our roots that probably sounds trite and cheesy but it's also true I've seen it over and over again not just these last couple of years, but for a while. So in amongst all of this rush to learn alternate sources of living lifestyle survival, I found a couple of thought leaders who actually aligned with my own values and values that I have become more and more clear on these last few years in my journey and especially the last couple of years of this pandemic. And there really weren't for me a lot of thought leaders out there who truly aligned with what was going on inside of myself. Because some of those values that have really been growing in me are in practicality, in nuance, in applied common sense, which is wisdom. I want to say that again. Applied common sense is wisdom. And there is a saying that some people know accredited to, I think Mark Twain, who said common sense is not that common. Well, applied common sense, which is wisdom, is not that common and increasingly so in this world. But there are also more people who are craving it. And they're craving it so deep within themselves that they might not know which routes to take to realize it within themselves and nurture it within themselves. So there's a lot of resources out there that has have some good things going for them, but I think are leading people really astray too. But anyway, total tangent there. I think that I feel that I know in my bones and in my blood that exploring community health, not just of the individual, but of all life and spirit, So not just individual success and awesomeness and physical health, which the focus tends to be these days. Exploring community health of all of life is the only way forward for any of us. I did find one medical doctor who takes this sort of middle path approach of applied common sense And I've watched him a little bit more the last several or so months. And he's been very vulnerable and open about the strain of this pandemic on 
healthcare workers specifically. So while I was seeing a general job force exiting of, the, of a general job force, the healthcare force has a really big bright spotlight on it, front and center example of people who are reaching a place of spiritual and existential crisis through all of this pandemic stuff. So yes, everyone is having an existential crisis, but there's a really great example in healthcare and healthcare worker, doctors, nurses, all the people, all the people involved in that. So while this upheaval has been legitimately hard, I don't care what side someone is on. It's been hard. It's painful and terrifying, even if someone's out there going, it's just another cold virus. I am absolutely certain that their nervous system is responding to an existential crisis along with everyone else. When you are faced with uncertainty, with loss of life and loss of plans and loss of control and loss of reality and loss of potential loss of access to resources and giving up your dreams for wealth and success and all of that stuff you're going to be in an existential crisis it just is so aside all of that being so hard, so terrifying, so challenging. Healthcare workers especially, but just job force people in general, are sort of being set up in this time, in this pandemic and upheaval and political stuff, whatever, to authentically find and connect and build relationships with spirit, with their own spirit with their elevated ancestors, with the land that they live on. So I'm talking about an authentic connection and building of relationships. We're being set up for that potential. Alongside all the awfulness and horror and and terrifying crises, this is yet another opportunity presenting itself should we choose to take it. So basically, these workers, and specifically healthcare workers, are positioned to have what I feel and have experienced within myself at a real, authentic, spiritual awakening. Not necessarily the prepackaged, marketed, and sold version of New Age and spiritual marketplace awakening. Which isn't to say that when someone begins to spiritually awaken, they don't go to those resources and then what's sold there then becomes completely and totally invalid. But I'm talking about the kind of authentic, genuine, spontaneous, spiritual awakening that occurs fully through life experience, through a direct life experience. And it, it's separate from any kind of group identity. You know, a group identity of, I'm a light worker, I'm a starseed, I'm a Buddhist, I'm a Reiki master, whatever. It's outside of 
an identity and a group identity. And it's not within a commercialized program. So the kind of awakening that cultivates maturity, groundedness, and aligned, an inner alignment with service. And that's the key point I'm trying to make here, roundabout way. People quitting the job force, whatever job or career it was, in this time are set up for this inner journey of awareness and and becoming aligned with their true self and their own individual callings. The kind of situation that's happening now can trigger within workers, people, a need for escapism through, I don't know, some of the stuff like it's 5D ascension, which is still basically for me in my experience and opinion, a religious westernized and patriarchal end times paradigm. Very similar, if not in fact the same as the fundy Christian stuff I grew up with. People who are quitting their jobs, whether they're fully aware of it or not, are seeking their true calling in life and in spirit, which has nothing to do with finding another job or a career outside of themselves, although that's going to be a focus for them because it's practical. You got to pay your bills, right? But what they're being set up for through this exhausting and seemingly hopeless at times upheaval is this inner journey to remember and reclaim who they came here to be. And from that inner state of being, they can be guided in their doing. And in that doing, those actions and work, whatever actions and work that someone takes, it's an extension and expression of their inner awareness, of their awakening. And if it's authentic and genuine, it will be in service. It won't be martyrdom. It won't be burnout. It won't be saviorism within utterly broken industries like the medical industry or any industrial complex, although continuing to work in those industries can become more possibly sustainable and bearable and even enjoyable when it's from this inner state of being, of groundedness, of thriving, of alignment. But regardless, it'll be service that's actually right and aligned for who they truly are. And in that, it's not only going to benefit others, but it will bring them peace and fulfillment at a really deep level that I would say the vast majority of people haven't experienced before. So it's, it's the anti-woo, anti-new age spiritual awakening that can occur among, quote, normal people who aren't into that stuff who aren't necessarily into spirituality, who have maybe only once or twice in their life looked at a tarot deck. These are critical thinkers. These are people who are into science, healthcare workers. Um, These are people who don't necessarily have a focus in their lives of religion or spirituality. And if they do, it's not necessarily something that they've deepened within. I saw the other day, I think it was yesterday, that the number two movie on Netflix right now 
is the shack. I guess they made a version of that really popular. It's a novel by, I think, a Christian dude. He based it, I think he I supposedly based it on real life experience or I don't know. Um, I think I read it. I read it maybe like a decade ago. But now it's a movie. So it's religious-y movie, but not super duper in your face. So people who are non-Christian or maybe not born-again Christian would still want to watch it. And it's about a guy going into the wilderness, into a cabin in the woods, off-grid, fully off-grid, seeking solace from grief, from life upheaval, unexpected life upheaval, and basically having the white Christian version of a vision quest. (laughs) An incredibly real living experience with spirit. And while plenty of people would want to debate that or criticize it, I always keep in mind the criticisms. I always keep in mind this amorphous group of people who would raise valid points to anything that I'm talking about. Maybe it's not a helpful thing. Maybe it is for now. But anyway, I'm aware of that. But it's still, at the same time, a good example of the very profound craving within pretty much everyone, I think, whether they're aware of it or not in this country. Just I'm just talking about America, what so-called America. And people are craving this, and I think it's really a great time to explore how quitting your job and craving an off-grid life where you connect with the rhythms of nature and the ways of your grandparents, great-grandparents, and ancestors in general can be cultivated and experienced in a way that is accessible. But in that accessibility, how to not be appropriative how not to appropriate from indigenous cultures and how to not make it yet another trendy role to try on and then discard once things temporarily improve or rushing to it and consuming a whole bunch of surface level content when things get rough. How can this be a, an actual authentic movement towards this reconnection with the rhythms of life and nature and spirit because remember none of those things are separate spirit is life sitting here talking on my phone I am not separate from spirit the food I grow the food I forage for the food I ferment and prepare as medicine is spirit too how can we do that in a way that doesn't lead to yet more extremes, which is the human condition basically, but it's also become even more of the human condition, at least in this country, to take a thing and run to extremes with it rather than deepening into it, building it, nurturing it, 
building relationships within it that benefit absolutely everyone and everything. Okay, those are my thoughts for today. And I think this is just a really good topic to explore more. Thanks for listening, as always. And, yeah. Be good. Do good things.